You are listening to the Estheticians Are Anymore podcast with Brittany Hageman, episode number 65. Welcome to the Estheticians Are Anymore podcast. On this podcast, we talk about how to love your esthetician business without the hustle, exhaustion, or overwhelm as it booms into a successful business. I teach simple ways how to approach your business that gives you your life back while still growing a profitable business. I grew Village Beauty in San Diego to a six-figure business, and I learned a lot along the way, which I'm excited to share with you here. So let's get started. Hello, happy Friday and welcome back. Thanks for being here. If you're new, I so appreciate you being here. And if you've been listening more than once, thank you so much for coming back. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. I really am honored that you are listening to my podcast. Today, my friend, we are going to talk about inflation. Inflation, man, it is a thing that I've been coaching a lot of my clients on. People are talking about it a lot. It's creating a lot of stress and drama and angst and anxiety and worry. And I really just want to give you some ideas of ways to approach inflation in your business with your clients so you don't get pulled into the panic mode that it can do. (laughs) Okay, so what do I mean by that? I want to first tell you about my experience with the recession in 2008. So some of you I know are, are young chickens <laughs> and you may not really remember it. You may have been in high school like my husband. My husband is five years younger than me. You may not know that about me. Now you do. And the recession, like he remembers it. It was a thing, but it did not hit him in the way, like in the hard way that it hit me. And it, it was a big thing for me in my life. So I feel like now that I've, I went through that I have a lot more, I don't know if life experience is the right term, but I have a better perspective about it. Maybe that's the, that's what I'm, I want to say. So quick, quick uh, story time here. I, so I graduated from UC Davis in 2008, a degree in psychology, and it was already, I was already having a hard time personally. I had broken up with a very toxic boyfriend six months prior and just was kind I barely graduated I, I mean I, I didn't I mean my grades were fine but I it was really hard for me from like a mental standpoint just to go to class every day and to and to study and all that stuff so graduating was just like crazy I can't believe I could actually did it and then that was in 2008 the end of 2008 and then 2009 and I started to look for jobs you know now I have a college degree you know the American dream and if I told you that there were no jobs, I'm not exaggerating. There were no jobs. The I I I looked at a couple sales jobs where they were like one of them was like for a newspaper in San Jose where I was selling ads for the newspaper. And I am not a salesperson. It is not my thing. So I looked at a job like that and and I didn't get it. I looked at another job in San Francisco. I can't even remember, honestly, what it was. Didn't get that. I I didn't, I mean, there there was just no, I just, there was nothing. I 
kind of bounced around with different minimum wage jobs of jobs that like nobody wanted that were just completely miserable jobs. And I wanted, I remember I was like, I'm going to go work at Pete's Coffee. If you don't know what Pete's Coffee is, it's like, you know, like Starbucks or whatever, but it's a more local brand to California. And I, it was like, an, it was the, I think I'd see it on, on Craigslist or something. And it was like, come between the hours of 11 and two on Thursday and we're doing interviews. I was like, great. So I got there at like 11.10 and there was a line around the block, people waiting to interview. And I didn't get that job as a barista. I know it's going to shock you. Um, it was just like that again and again and again and again. And I ended up getting a job as a AmeriCorps Vista. AmeriCorps is a government program and the Vista program had just been given a bunch of money and I was able to um, it was, it was through that and that the California Conservation Corps in Sacramento, I know I'm giving you a long story, but stay with me, stay with me. But the Vista program, even though it was a job, the, 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 the point of the Vistas in throughout the country, the reason the government was, was giving money to this program was to help people that were living in poverty, get out of poverty. So they paid us at poverty level. So I was making $400 a month working full-time. Yeah, I was making, I was barely able to buy groceries. And I remember um, it was my birthday and I wanted to buy donuts for my friends at work. And I went to buy donuts, it was like $25. And my card got declined because I didn't have $25 in my banking account. And I remember just, I think I was 24 and just being like completely devastated by this. And this kind of went on for a while. So I eventually got a job paying a little bit more, but it, I really bounced around with very low paying jobs, close to minimum wage, not much more, um, until I got a store manager job at Target and then I started making more money. And then I left that job to make no money at being an esthetician and I didn't make more money. So I kind of have gone through these these cycles of being in situations where there wasn't a huge amount of income, but the $400 a month, that was particularly low. Okay. So I've told you this whole backstory because <laughs> I want to tell you that I understand when your clients tell you that they, that inflation is killing them, right? Like they can't afford gas. The groceries are so expensive. Like these are, this is a real life for a lot of people. And I completely understand it. Obviously I, I was living, I was paying my friend, I think a hundred dollars a month for rent. And I was living off of like $20 a week for groceries. And she fed me a lot actually. And I, um, it was very, very like my parents were giving me money a lot just to help me with basic things. Um, I couldn't really like afford, I really couldn't afford anything. Right. So I get that. I get, I get if, if your clients are in that time of their life or if that's their life that they have, that there is just not enough money to buy groceries, let alone skincare and products. But I want to tell you something that I really hope can help you when you get told by your clients that you're maybe too expensive or they can't afford products because of inflation or whatever it is. 
that person is not a client for you. I'm sending a ton of love to that person. I hope that they can make more money and their situation can change like mine did. But when I was making $400 a month, oh, and the other thing with the Vista program is you couldn't get another job. They wouldn't let you get another job because they wanted you to know what it was like to live in poverty. (laughs) That was another thing. So when I was making $400 a month, let me tell you what I wasn't doing. I was not seeing an esthetician for my acne. And I had really bad acne at the time. I really, you know, my, I was in, you know, in my acne years, right? I was not seeing an esthetician getting treatments and buying skincare. I, I don't even think I was washing my face because my face was hurting all the time. I, it, I just lived with my acne. And at one point my mom bought me some products to help me because she felt bad for me. And of course they didn't work and it was just this whole thing, right? So I... I, I empathize so much with that person. I was that person. It is incredibly painful when you really need help with your acne and you cannot afford groceries. But that is that person's situation. That is not your situation. If you take that person's situation on in your business as this is the reality of clients everywhere and this is now how your business is going to be. That is how your business will be because you will believe it into existence. That is how it works. And maybe you have 10 clients or five clients or a number of clients have told you this. And again, my heart goes out to them. And I really hope that it is not their situation for long. But I mean, it was my situation for probably about almost four years. About four years. I really barely made more than... Twenty thousand dollars a year, and then I mentioned we made thirty thousand dollars a year, and then it, and then it went up from there. So I really, I really empathize, but I wasn't going to an esthetician and telling them I couldn't afford seeing them because I just couldn't afford it. So if that happens to you, if your clients are telling you this, I I really want you just to have empathy for them and love for them, but please do not discount your services. Please do not give them free product or discount their products. You are not helping them. I know you think you are, but you're not. Because what ends up happening is they now are going to, most likely, maybe not everybody, they're going to continue to expect that discount. And you cannot discount your services and your products and have a sustainable business. It does not work that way. You are not Massage Envy. You are not a big corporation where you have a ton of like extra money, right? If you are at the point in your business where you are booked out months in advance and you have way more clients and money than you know what to do with, then like figure out a scholarship program where you give things away without any expectation of them and you know you can help people who need it. But if you are in the growing phase of your business, if you are building your business, that client is not for you. I'm just gonna be really clear with you. It is not for you. I was not... I was not going around and getting my hair done. I was not getting my nails done. I was not getting my skin taken care of, even though I really needed the help with my skin. I was trying to figure out how to buy groceries because that literally was a big problem for me. And I just really want to like, as especially if you're a woman esthetician, you have been like ingrained in our culture to like nurture and that you need to help people and other people's problems, your problem problems. Their problem is not your problem. 
there are plenty of people who like, yeah, are like, man, gas prices suck. Like the other day I was telling some of my clients this, I went to buy cocoa at the grocery store because my husband wanted a chocolate cake for Father's Day. And it was $7, people. It was like normally $2, right? Like, yes, it's a real thing, right? But guess what? I still bought the cocoa, right? So like I have enough money to buy the things that I need. And I'm not like, I'm not going to my hairstylist and being like, man, you see what cocoa prices are and grocery prices are and and gas prices are. I'm not going to, I can't afford you. Can you give me a discount? I'm not doing that. I either don't come, I either don't, don't see her or I pay what she what she charges. And you know what? If she raises her rates because of um, inflation, because everything goes up, right? When, like gloves and all the products, that is her right. And I will continue paying it if I want to. But I'm not going to complain to her that it's too expensive. So and I'm not, I'm not trying to say that your clients are trying to manipulate you or anything. I understand when you have these relationships with acne clients, there's a closeness that's different than I do with have with my woman who does my hair. I, I totally get that. But you can hear what they're going through and have a lot of empathy for them and say, hey, I get it. Right now it's hard. So I totally understand if you need to take a break from treatments and products until you know things level out a little bit better and you can come back. I'm always here. That, that is the script. That is what you say to a client who's telling you they can't afford you anymore. You, you genuinely feel, have that empathy for them. You feel for them. And you let them know it's totally okay if they can't see you anymore. You, you no, no hard feelings. Not a problem. You lovingly release them and open space for someone who can afford your treatments. Because I, you know what? I, if I had a hunch, you're not charging $400 for treatments, right? Like... It's not an exorbitant price. And I mean, $400 is it, maybe not exorbitant even, honestly, considering lots of people's services out there. You're not charging $4,000 a treatment, okay? It's, it's if I had to guess, you're probably charging around 100 or less. And that is not for everybody. So instead of focusing on the clients who cannot afford it and making that mean something about you and the economy and your business and all the things, focus on the clients that can and attract the clients that can. And what are the clients that can't afford it? What do they need to hear from you today? How can you attract them into your business? That is the person that you are looking for. People do have money still. People are spending money still. Some of you may know that my husband, is a, um, he works for a private, um, he's a private pilot. He works for a company that does flies people privately around, around the world. And he, they're very busy. They are very, very busy. Sometimes he has like six flights in a day. And these flights are like minimum $10,000. Like $60,000, $80,000, like easily, easily. That's how much the flights cost. And people are buying them every day. So people do have money. What may be happening is some of some of your clients, or maybe a lot of your clients, if you always attract a client who already could barely afford you, can no longer afford you because of their life circumstances. But that client was never a good client for you. I want you to go back and listen to my episode with Mel, with Molly Marklin. It's in the earlier podcast episodes, and it's not everyone is your client. That is what it's called. And she talks about how every day she manifests her ideal client. I'm going to tell you right now, Molly is not manifesting someone who can barely pay her. That's not who she's thinking about. People, and I, I'm sure she's had clients that have had to quit because of inflation or told her about inflation. I'm, I, I'm sure that's the case. I could ask her. I'm sure that's the case. But most of her clients are still coming. She's still very booked. 
And I can also tell you a lot of my clients, my advanced clients and my really booked clients, they are booked out weeks and weeks and they are charging at least $100 a service. People are not canceling. So especially if you're in it, if you just keep hearing from clients about inflation, I know you're having a hard time staying with me on this. I know you're having a hard time believing that it could be something different than it is. But you have two choices here, okay? You have a choice to either continue to believe that inflation is going to ruin your business and there's going to be another recession and no one's ever going to come and it's going to be cancellation after cancellation after cancellation and your business is just going to completely go away. Or you can choose to believe that maybe this is a good thing for your business and now you're making room for clients who can easily afford you, who like doesn't blink at the price of your services, who's just like, yeah, here you go. No problem. That's the client that you want to have. Not the client that is telling you they can't afford groceries and now you feel morally obligated to give them a discount. And you know who you are. <laughs> I coach a lot of my clients or tell, tell me these things like, oh, I had to give this person a discount. No, you don't. You have to give anyone a discount. What ends up happening is you don't make money and you won't have a business because you won't have any money because you're giving away product and services that you do not, you cannot afford to do. Yes, inflation is real. Gloves are crazy expensive. All of it is expensive. So if anything, you should be raising your prices, not lowering them and giving discounts because you're afraid if you don't, you won't have clients. I'm going to say what I've been saying a lot lately because <laughs> I think a lot of you really need to hear it, which is if this is the case, if you, a lot of your clients have had to stop because they weren't ideal clients and inflation hit them and they really can't afford to come and see you. And so you have space on your books. So you're not making the money that you were making before you need to go and get a job to pay your bills while you go grow your business back to this, the state that you want it to be and the clients that you want. That is what you need to do. As opposed to like focusing on the clients that you lost due to inflation, focus on the clients you're going to gain due to inflation and just go get a job, make money so you can pay your bills and not have this complete scarcity and fear all the time. The difference between what I was in in 2008 and now is there were no jobs and there's lots of jobs now. <laughs> Everywhere I go, it says, please help wanted. We don't have enough staff. <laughs> so there are jobs. You can make money. So you, that may be your option until you can get those clients that you really desire. two last thoughts that I have. One thought, which is when I started working at Target as a manager and started to make a little bit more money, it still wasn't very much money. It still was just above poverty, but I could at least pay rent and like buy my own groceries and all those things. Um, I started buying skincare again. (laughs) That was like the first thing I spent my money on. So, and I've had clients that like they may not be going on vacations. They may not be getting their nails done. Like they're not in that world of, of spending money and doing these things, but they buy their skincare 
and they get their treatments. They do not, that is, that is the number one priority in their, in their budget. So that is a thing. And, and believe that, believe that to be true. Cause that was true for me. And that was true for a lot of my clients. The other thing, and just a side note is you may have clients that like, if you, if you don't do acne that just like, you know, enjoyed getting their services, but like, it was never that important to them and they are falling off. But don't make that mean anything about you. Like what, like, I t- like I've said the story before is when I opened my acne business, I was still doing facials because I had a lot of facial clients that followed me and, I, and that was money that I needed, but I wasn't marketing at all to facial clients. You wouldn't have known I did facials based on my marketing. And a bunch of my friends who had no skin issues, never had a pimple in their life was like, I would never, I think the acne thing is not a good idea because I would want to get a facial these people weren't getting monthly facials. (laughs) They maybe caught a facial once a year. Okay. They were not ideal clients. I don't want someone who gets a facial once a year as a client. I want someone who gets a facial every month. If I do luxury facials, like they had plenty of money. They like, they were going on vacations left and they had plenty of money. They had, there was no money scarcity for them. It just wasn't a priority for them. They just didn't really care. Their skin was fine. They were happy. It doesn't matter. So like, like that person's opinion doesn't matter either. That person may be giving up facials if they were seeing you once in a while. Yeah, they may not come back because it's not a priority for them. One of my neighbors, I told her I was an esthetician. She's like, you know, I used to get facials regularly, but it's been so expensive. And this woman has like flawless skin. And I was like, yeah, you know, all these costs have gone up. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But her skin is not not a concern for her. I can tell you that right now. She's not like the acne clients or the maybe age management clients that every day are looking at their skin, just wishing they had a solution. That's their client. It's the client that's wanting that solution and is willing to give up going to the beach on a trip or a concert or their nails or their hair or their fancy car because they really want their skin to be different. Those are your clients. And the clients that don't have any of those things and can barely buy groceries because of inflation, so much love to them. I have been there it is so hard. It is so hard, but they are not going to buy from you. It just isn't a thing. That's it for today. I hope this was helpful. I hope you may need to listen to this a couple times and really take yourself back from your business and think about your business as a business owner, not someone who's emotionally invested. And if you need to make more money, you need to get a job because Trying to barter with your current clients who tell you they cannot afford it by giving them discounts is not sustainable and is going to backfire. I'm just going to, I'm just telling you the truth. I'm here to speak the truth. So let me know your thoughts. My DMs are always open and I will talk to you soon. Have a great week. Hey, if you want to work with me, I want to invite you to come coach with me in my Acne Specialist Mastermind program. It's a group program for newer acne specialists who really want to become confident in treating acne and in their business. Some of the things that we talk about is how to do consultations, client retention, marketing, how to have client boundaries, manage your time, business systems, and pricing. So if you're interested, you can go to the link in my show notes to sign up for the waitlist, and I can't wait to coach you. Have a fantastic week. Um.